guys and welcome to another podcast, Everything Local. I'm here with Danny Chia from Kelly Partners Accountants or Chartered Accountants, I should say. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, mate. Um, so I wanted to get you on today. There's a lot to talk about uh, with the whole coronavirus and everything that's happening there. But let's start with you. Tell us a bit about you, personal life, what, what's happening there. Mate, it's super interesting. So, <laughs> so we were just chatting before. You haven't been home much, apparently. <laughs> so I work a lot. Yeah. Um, no, so um, got an amazing wife and two beautiful kids. Who I've got a wife that holds down basically everything for me that lets me run the business and do the stuff I need to do. Yeah. Um, two amazing kids, three and one, which is super hard. So first one was all right, and we're like, yeah, it's not too bad. Well, how I wanted to have five, <laughs> had the second one, and I'm done. Cues in the rack. So. Um, I think so, my wife's listening. I keep saying I want five. And yeah, like, have sure? two. Okay. I wanted five as well. Have two. <laughs> yeah. um, so the first one's all right. I was like you, Josh. The first one, I just went to work. Everything was normal. Just held down everything. It wasn't yeah. a drama. Wait till you have the second. Okay. You think you still get the same freedom. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's good. So um, obviously, we've got the accounting firm. We've got a team of um, 17 in the office now. Um, might be a bit less after this coronavirus stuff. Yeah. <laughs> was 17 in the office. Um, and just, you know, we work pretty hard. They got, we've got a really good team, really good culture. We work really hard just to support and help um, small businesses around Australia, more or less. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so between between home and work, I don't have a lot of spare time. If I do have spare time, it's generally watching sport or reading books. Like yeah. I'm not you know, out partying, that getting a bit old now, mate. <laughs> um, and then my wife runs her business, so help her with that a little bit. So juggling all of that and the kids, mate, it's, yeah, it's me in a nutshell. Yeah, so the the journey watching you guys through everything that you've done, um, opening up Jess's business or doing that with her has been really cool to see. Talk to us a little bit about that. How, how What's that business all about? How did it get running? And how does she juggle everything that she does at home? And how do you help her with that? Yeah, she's got a good husband. Yeah, okay. So it's actually a really, um, it was a really cool story. So Jess started her business from a place of it's it's a really passion-led business it's not like what we do like obviously we love what we do and we're passionate yeah. about it but we didn't create real estate or we didn't create accounting like she's created these products that yeah. came from nowhere um she was pregnant with a, with our first daughter and um going through that process she sat down and gone you know i really don't want to lose myself i've watched so many of my family and friends lose their identity going mm. through becoming a mum. Um, and so as a result, she's created these hip hop books. So to be able to connect her old life of, you know, what she loved in her old life, yeah. which one of the things which was hip hop and music and that kind of stuff yeah. with her new life of parenthood. So she created these ABC hip hop books. Yeah. Um, firstly, for a bit of a laugh. So we thought, you know, we'd, we'd make one for us. And then yeah. she asked me if we can pay the designer six grand. To, yeah. I was like, there's no way in the world. And you're no running the numbers. The world, you're like, well, where's yeah. the income? I'm an accountant, mate. I'm an So expense. Where's the, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Um, so I said, you know what? Put it on Kickstarter. If people want it and they pay for it, we'll get the guy to do the design. So yeah. we did that. And no, it wasn't like we got a mass rush of people. What we did is we hustled really hard and essentially inboxed every person we know and said, buy a book for us. Yeah. And done sold 300 books or something, which paid enough to get the first print run done and everything yeah. else. And so just done that, got the books in. By the time they landed in Australia, they were all sold out, which was huh. crazy. I remember that because we actually bought one and yep. we got a onesie as well, yeah. which my son only fit into like one day because he <laughs> grew too quick, grew too quick. <laughs> too big. Yeah, yeah, too big. I was a part of that. Awesome. Just hanging up on the wall, <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so we had that kick, which was pretty crazy, like to see that come to life. 
Um, on the back of that, she went and printed, I, th- I think it was 10,000 books after she'd done the first kind of run. Yep. By the time the 10,000 had landed, they had sold out, uh-huh. which we had to spend four days in a warehouse packing before we had to go away. <laughs> so it was crazy. And then um, basically that led to the business that she runs. So, yep. um, and, you know, she's built up a team there with marketing and fulfillment. We do it with 3PL and things like that. But she, you know, done clothing and other books. And I think she's got 11 books now. Um, so she manages that side of our lives in terms of that business. I do the accounting and then I just yeah. like got my accounting firm and then help her operationally and with numbers and that so she can yeah. just focus on being creative and yeah. doing socials and dealing with customers, all the fun stuff she gets to do <laughs> and I get all the crap jobs. So, yeah. Um, but she manages that by the kids are in daycare three days. So she gets three days in the office. Um, and then she, then basically every night, mate, me and her are on the couch from probably 7.30 when the kids sleep mm. till about midnight just working and doing yeah. stuff because that's the only time we get kind of together to do stuff on that business yeah it's it's a really cool relationship and like obviously we only see what's happening on the exterior but to see that business grow from the ground up and you being there helping drive that but she's got you know baby and the next one that came and all the other stuff that came came through that how did you manage all that process there must have been some tough times that came out of that yeah definitely and there still is now like where there's no way we're experts at it we're, we're trying to learn ways to better deal with each other but the reality is we're on 24 7 it's it's almost, and this sounds probably bad, but we have to work harder at managing the not being on, like not the work side of things and not the, the jobs at home yeah. and that. The, it's just the like we have to structure in date nights and things like that to actually yeah. spend time together. Because we move to the beaches and we don't have family around, like we really do have to like, hey, mom, can you come on this day? And yeah. there's no spontaneity. It's yeah. all really structured. Um, I've spoken to friends who are in similar boats and um, they've done things like, uh, you know, we can only text or email each other stuff after about work after <laughs> six o'clock and stuff like so. There's probably that kind of stuff we should be looking at finding yeah, yeah. other mechanisms. But yeah. for the most part, we just operate really structured, and this is the time to do this stuff. Otherwise, yeah. we're not. But you know, most things end up revolving around work unless they don't yeah definitely definitely but again mate like it's been amazing to watch that whole side of things grow uh little homies the business yeah the little homie yeah, yeah little homie so okay. um hit it up online big yeah, sale yeah. on at the moment actually oh, so you it? better get in there quick before we run out of books i was gonna say coronavirus sales <laughs> well it's, it's a because it's a kid's <laughs> book and we're doing it we're doing um hip-hop homeschool sale because okay. you got all your kids at home oh, so sense. there you go mate yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys have always played off on a lot of the things that are happening in the world um not just this whole coronavirus thing but you've jumped in the sports side of it as well or a little bit around nrl books yeah nrl book we've got yeah. basketball books we've got um inspirational women we've got one called hustle baby hustle which is like an entrepreneur's one yeah so we just go what's kind of like a trending topic and let's see yeah. what we can do there yeah um and and you know it obviously has cut through when it's topical to people and, and you go in the niches and go deep in the niche to get a yeah. lot more cut through so yeah for sure bit of fun mate yeah people love that more fun than accounting is it okay <laughs> you're gonna quit accounting are you no, going uh, that? to be honest if i if i didn't love dealing with people on their businesses so much i, yeah. I probably would have and jumped into hers but i actually yeah. really enjoy every day i'm having 100 conversations with different business owners about mm. their businesses there's a lot of crossover and some that's annoying but mm. for the most part being able to just learn and I adapt things that other people are doing into other people's businesses and into yeah. my own businesses. So, I, yeah, it's, it's really exciting. Doing tax is the worst job in the world. And I'm like, <laughs> is that why you yeah, got people to do yeah, it, right? Yeah. I'd stab my eyes if I had to do it still. But you know, the reality is, so to, to rewind, like when I started the accounting firm, it was only five years ago. Accounting firms are hard to grow. So yeah. like, real estate would be the same. Like it takes mm. a long time to build a rent roll. 
um, accounting firms are hard to grow and it was me and Jess in an office. Jess would be asleep on the ground at 11 o'clock at night pregnant yeah. with our first kid while I was doing every single client's BAS Crazy. and every client's tax return until yeah. we got to a point we could hire that first person. And yeah. um, it's amazing now to be the point where I don't even look at anyone's bass except to make sure things are right. But of course. for the most part, things happen without me even talking about it unless mm. I need to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and I just get to have the good conversations, which <laughs> I remember when I started in accounting and I said to the my boss at the time was, I don't want to do any of this. I just want your job. <laughs> He's like, you have to do some more time. I'm like, yeah. I don't really want to. And your stripes, Junior. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Do I, so I quit and started my own firm. Yeah. <laughs> and here you are today, right? Here we are. I ended up being a lot harder, but yeah. we got there. <laughs> you yeah. make it sound so easy, right? Oh, mate, it was hard. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's been interesting, like dealing with the company. Like we first started working with you and now you've sort of palmed us off to someone else because you got too busy. Now. We had, um, you know, Peter from your team. Um, now we've got Natalie. Both the experience with both those guys and shout out to both of them they've both been absolutely amazing the culture and everything that you've grown within that business it comes out when they start talking and they when there's stuff that they do how have you built that what have you done what are some of the tips that you could give to whether it be an accounting business or just a business in general yeah so i think without having like we've got a culture of kelly partners as a group because we're part of kind of like a franchise but then we've got culture of our northern beaches office so you know the kelly partners culture is really good from Mm. a accounting perspective Mm. but our local office so we've built a culture essentially around really high performance we talk about it kind of like a football team like a melbourne storm or something like everyone's really highly accountable to each other and um to the business everyone knows their number everyone understands what good performance means so that was the first piece then we build a culture around high customer service so um, making sure the customers know that we care, making sure we're getting back to them fast. The biggest thing accountant, when I get new clients, the first thing they say is my accountant doesn't get back to me. So it's like, guys, I don't care what you have to do, just get back to people within 24 hours. So and having, Natalie's next level on that, by the oh, way. Like, she's unbelievable. There's crisis going on in the world. And I there was a, a ScoMo came out with his um, announcement yesterday and I was watching it and emailing her at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I'm like, don't, don't, I said to her, I'm like, I'm sure you're under a lot of pressure and there's a lot going on. She made, she replied back within yeah, five minutes. Yeah, so. She's a gun, mate. She's a gun. So, so they understand that importance of that. Um, and we build a culture around like, a, I guess, a, an understanding of what needs to happen there. And then the last thing that we have a, a big culture around is love, which might sound a bit funny, but mm. um, I'll walk into the office and tell everyone I love them. Some of them will say it back, some of them will get a bit <laughs> awkward, depends who they are. Um, but we do it to clients, like they, they, they laugh at the fact that we talk about love so much. And um, that got built essentially around gratitude. So we, yeah, I won't go into the whole story, but we do a thing every Friday where we sit around the table and, Um, essentially you have to nominate someone in the team that's done something good to help Mm. you for that week Mm. Um, it's it's very surface level at the start but as you do that more and more people start to open up more and more about um, you know what people have done to help and what it means and that kind of thing and as a result we just start starts to create a bond Um, and you know now the team love each other they love our clients it just it's got a real good friendship and since we started it's been six years coming up six years this year yeah six years this year um I've lost one staff member because she changed careers and yeah. one because it was an acquisition. Otherwise, we haven't lost a single person. So, yeah. because of that, 
like people love being there and it just creates this feel that mm. you know everyone gets along it's really easy once yeah. you build the foundation yeah it's it's really effortless right because like i think that you know we've grown up together our families have known each other and you've always just been like that like you're just a loving person it's not a handshake it's a hug when you see you and a kiss like all those sorts of things and it's amazing to see that you've brought that into the business and i don't think a lot of business owners dig deep enough in, into that um and sort of really showing that love and just giving it back to people so it's not just all about the financial give back of bonuses and all that sort of stuff it's about digging deeper emotionally right couldn't couldn't agree more and it definitely has to be authentic and and it's definitely like call it genes or whatever but it's it's natural like it's yeah. lucky that, it, that that's kind of how i view the world which yeah i've got a business partner in my office who's chris who's an actual genius like way smarter than i'll ever be yeah and to be honest he's probably better from a um, emotional intelligence perspective like he can actually read people and understand people better yeah. than i can but he won't be as touchy-feely as i am or as yeah. and so between us we can kind of compliment each other there mm. but we've got different personalities and we play to our strengths mm. in our environment not everyone has to be the love person and not like we can you can still find what your culture is just mm. be true to you and mm. um find that part but definitely authentic and you know i think business owners do need to think the money people come and go and forget the money like the second you get that pay rise you're looking for the next one yeah, it's right. irrelevant yeah um the other stuff you can do outside of money i think makes it moves the meter a lot more than what yeah. the money does um, one of one of the other things we do, which I think makes a huge difference, we meet with every person in our team in a one-on-one every month. Yeah. Um, what are your goals? What are you doing good for the business? Personal? What's stressing you in life? How can mm. we help you? Like, I'm moving house. I need help with that. Cool. Let's go. We'll come yeah. and help you move house. Like, whatever that yeah, is in their life, we you. actually care and, and try yeah. and solve that every month. Yeah, it's been interesting because we implemented something similar in my business probably about 12 months ago and we call it love, dislike, hate. Yep. so we just sit down with people like yep. what do you love at the moment whether it be business or personal what do you dislike what do you hate and let's try and remove some of the hates yep. you know sometimes you got to do things within the business that you just don't like but of you just course. have to do them it's yep. just naturally yep. a part yep. of the business and then digging deeper into the goals as well and i think taking that on board into bringing that into your own life as a business owner or yep. as a leader of a team so you can refer back to that and you can use that as a driver right you know what are your goals how are you going with that sort of pushes people a bit harder right 100 percent, mate and it's it's a lot easier to get them to move the dial and i think that's why they've stayed so long in our business like yeah. we try and achieve their personal goals as much as they're you know they obviously work hard for us every day yeah which kicks goals for me and my family i yeah. want to make sure we're kicking goals for them and their family that's right um but that's awesome you do that we do stop start keep so same okay. concept yeah i love that yeah it's yeah good. good stuff so you've been releasing a lot of videos lately around the whole coronavirus and how that's changing businesses give us a i know it's hard to do a brief overview but <laughs> some of the things that maybe some small businesses should be doing now um and some of the things that you know they could be implementing just to get them through the next six months they're saying is going to be the toughest time yeah I'll, i can give you a quick overview so the first thing everyone should be doing is a cash flow forecast understand what your cash flow in your business looks like and then do the same thing with 50% or zero revenue or 40% revenue, just cut out the revenue and realize how much pain you're gonna be in. Yeah. Don't worry about your pain, like actually think about the cash in and out of the bank because everyone's gonna pay you slower. Um, you know, you, you're in real estate, so it's set payment terms, but a lot of like my clients, I'm expecting that instead of getting paid on average in 15 days, yeah. it'll be 45 days just because they're not gonna have the same access to money. Yeah. So do that exercise, understand your cash flow, understand what's going on in your business so you can really go, go oh shit, this is actually mm. might be a problem. But I don't think people fathom how hard that's gonna be. And then go through every expense in your business line by line and rip out every cost that you can. So that's the first thing you should do. We we build up fat in our businesses just by existing. Like over time, yeah. you get that Vimeo subscription or 
um, whatever. You, know. you think you grow and you think you need certain things yeah. and you sort of lose track a little bit, right? And you never cut back the old things that you don't yeah. need. So you just keep moving. So to actually go through that process and, and cut all the fat out, yeah. like start there and then start to look at where I can negotiate. So yeah. can I negotiate on my rent? Can I negotiate with the ATO? Can I? What do I need to do to manage that? Um, do a big people review. So we've got these announcements. We'll touch on the announcements in a second, but excluding anything to do with government stimulus mm. you should be using the opportunity to review your team ranking them best to worst and potentially look at just cutting the bottom 20 percent or five percent or ten percent just seeing depending how big your team is just making those decisions because now's a good time to kind of reflect and make that mm. call because you are going to have a drop in business anyway yeah um so they're the first two steps next step is start to look at maximizing what you can do from these government pieces um, the ATO is saying they're going to basically audit if you go and try and manipulate too much stuff. So be conscious of that. Don't go silly. Hmm. Um, but if you've got commercial reasons to change stuff, then have a look at that. Yeah. Um, and the thing that we're talking about, basically, there's two major stimulus that, that are going to help small business or business in general. Um, first one is the tax back. The 100% tax withheld is going to get reimbursed back to companies. So you know every time you do your BAS, hmm. there's a component of tax on wages. Yeah. You'll get that back for the next yeah, six months. So, and that's like cash back into the bank? Or? Uh, it will offset your your BAS. Right. So in, your BAS comes in, it's five grand GST, five grand yeah. tax on wages. You won't have to pay the five grand tax on wages. Okay. So yeah. in theory, it's cash in your bank because you haven't had to pay it. But, <laughs> of course, yeah. but it's not physically cash. It's not physically cash. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one. Then the one that came out yesterday, was it yesterday? JobKeeper. Yeah, it feels like I haven't slept. Yeah. <laughs> JobKeeper, <laughs> um, the JobKeeper one. So that is actual cash back. So for every employee you have mm. that you keep on your books, you'll get $1,500 a fortnight for. So just making sure you're managing the conversation with your staff, even the staff you keep on. Like I'd be looking at cutting them all back to $1,500 potentially and just going, we're in this together because if at the end of the day, your business is stuffed on the end of this, well, they're affected. By then they're affected yeah, anyway. Exactly so right. they're better off all coming together. And like I've had a similar conversation with my staff where we've had to make cuts. Um, and the conversation was essentially, if if it's not as bad as we think it is and we end up, at a point where it's you know where we're we're forecasting our worst case obviously yeah. and planning to that if it's not that bad i'll pay everyone back the difference i'm not trying to rip anyone i'm just trying to protect the yeah. business so we can all keep growing together so and is that something you put like in writing i don't mean to dig too deep into it but there's <laughs> business owners out there where <laughs> they've got staff and they're, they're a bit awkward about having the conversation <laughs> how, how does that how is that structured so so the way i i had the conversation with so what I did was I had some people I had to stand down completely for a yeah. period of time. I had the conversation with them individually. I had some people I had to give a significant pay cut to um, more than I did everyone else. I had the conversation with them individually. Yeah. And then everyone else we gave a, a like blanket pay cut to. I just done that all together on one video call. Okay. And I don't think it's a, like everyone is scared of the conversation. I don't think it's a tough conversation given the climate we're in. Like yeah. the reality is 2 million people lost their jobs last week. Yeah. The fact that we're saying, guys, we're not as bad as the rest of the world, but we do need to make a little bit of a sacrifice here mm. to just get through this period together. Mm. It's and I'm gonna if it's not as bad as we think, I'll pay you back the difference. Like, yeah. it shouldn't be a hard conversation. If you've yeah. got the right team and the right values and the right culture, my team rallied around it. Some of them rang me and said, "I'll take more of a pay cut if it means that the, wow. one of the person I had to stand down can stay." Stuff yeah, like that. Like, amazing. so yeah. They, yeah, they were willing to. They were. They basically have worked harder from yeah. that point than what they were working anyway because yeah. they just want to see us succeed. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's actually amazing to watch and I'm so excited for how we'll come on the other side of this because I know the culture that we're driving from a performance perspective, I, other accounting firms aren't doing anything yeah. with it. Like they barely exist yeah. kind of thing. So 
Um, I'm pumped for the next seven months where while most people are struggling about defense, I'm sitting here going, all right, we've dealt with defense, let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) No, I'm liking that. I think I was saying to someone the other day, like it's a good opportunity now. You have a choice, really. You go on the defense if you want to and you can, some businesses chilling out a little bit more now and taking the time to spend with family and all that stuff and no disrespect to them. But I'm like, you know, I thought my foot was flat to the floor before, but I've just found another gear and it's going to be harder. (laughs) Done the same thing. Yeah, because I think there's a bit more of a opportunity now to get ahead, really. Yeah, if you, if you think about the gyms, like I, I've got a lot of gym clients and I've had this same conversation with them. I think it's really easy to understand. They all lost 100% of their business. Mm. When they open up again in six months, it's just a bloodbath for members from an even playing ground. Like <laughs> I could right. open a gym tomorrow and I've got the same yeah. starting point. Yeah. Obviously, they've got a database and an email list, but the, uh, you've still given people a chance to make a decision about what yeah. gym they want to be a part of again. Right. So like I'd be sitting here now for six months at home just going all right what's our marketing plan to get to the point and then two months out from opening day I'd be running a million miles (laughs) an hour (laughs) just hitting it hard yeah at the greatest marketing like gym campaign you've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) go to to Jess for that yeah exactly (laughs) Um, but but the point is if I'm if I'm an employee at Commonwealth Bank or probably a bad example because they're going to be busy I'm an employee <laughs> at Qantas who has to go sit at home for six months yeah. I'd be actually the happiest person in the world to spend that six months with my family I'd never get that time back again where you can actually stop in your life in your mm. 30s and spend time with your family I'd read books I'd maybe have a bit of a side hustle I'd have a laugh um, but I wouldn't stress and I'd enjoy that time as a business owner who is responsible for my family and has to have a business on the other side of it to be mm. able to provide for my family this six months is exactly what you said. It's like work double time and have Christmas off. You'll be fine. But yeah. now's your time to actually set your business up for the next 10 years if you do this next six months right. Yeah, well, I guess with our businesses, they're still running in some regard. Like we still have things that we need to do. In real estate, I'm still selling properties, still showing property, limited with what we can do. Yep. We're just finding different ways to do it. Yep. So if you're completely out of work now, it's not easy to enjoy it, but do what you can to Correct. try and enjoy it. Correct. And if you're still in it, like I think you've just got to go hard, right? Yeah, I think so. And I, and when you say it's not easy to enjoy, I, I would stop trying to, I think we try and force ourselves to work. Yeah. I would just be like doing the opposite and embracing it and going, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm treating it like prison. I'm yeah. training three, <laughs> I'm training three times a day. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading a lot of books <laughs> and I'm just yeah. being happy with my family. Training like, at a gym that you don't have, right? I've got a home gym. Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We just all go to daddy's house. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. to my house. It's not even my gym, mate. <laughs> We're renting a place <laughs> in, in DY. Upstairs they live yeah. and it's like blocked off down floor. Yeah. Downstairs is a full CrossFit gym, like air bikes, skiers, yeah. <laughs> like rowers, everything, mate. It's a You're full the gym. gym down. You were laughing, <laughs> right? I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm charging membership. You know yeah. People walking in and out. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for the 11 grand yeah, fine yeah. today. You've made enough anyway to yeah. cover it. You're accountant, you'll get around that. Right. Tax. Um, so, but they're the two. So, going back to the stimulus, they're yeah. the two major stimulus that wage reimbursement and the 100K. There's other announcements and there's bits and pieces. There's also the 250K loan, actually. That's a pretty yeah. big one if you can get it. It's not as simple to get as I thought it was going to be when they first announced it, announced it but. um. It's still, if you have run a good business, get. I would apply for that 250K or whatever portion you can get and just sit, just in, the, sit in the bank yeah. in case you need it. Yeah. Um, besides those, all the other ones are kind of minor benefits. Nothing's major yeah. compared to those three. Yeah. Okay. Those, those three are big, but you're talking about $300 billion going into the economy. It's a yeah, big number. Yeah, it's a lot of money coming in. Yeah. Um, so, I know if, if someone jumps on your Facebook, Instagram, I know you've uh, dug a bit deeper into all those things, so I won't go into it here. One question I wanted to ask you, with everything that's sort of going on at the moment, what's one thing that you're really enjoying right now? In the current environment? Yeah, just in general. Like, it might not be about the virus or anything like that. Like, well, what's something good that's happening for you right now? In my life, full stop. Yeah, yeah okay. 
Um, to be honest, the culture thing with my team is the thing yeah. that I'm loving the most. So the, the fact that I got people around me every day that are aligned to what I do, absolutely a love. Um, my kids, like I'm, I'm going through this age with my kids where they're three and one and every day's a new kind of word or a new <laughs> adventure. My little boy is a psychopath, which is fun and yeah. like just destroys my whole house constantly <laughs> yeah. and, and annoys the hell out of my little girl. Um, but just watching them grow and turn into the, yeah, not not adults, but the little the, yeah. the little toddlers Mini that they're adults, becoming, yeah. yeah. Um, and then watching Jess kind of navigate all of that and and do her job as a mum and um, you know, kind of get the kids moving, get the businesses moving, keep me in check. Like yeah, yeah. all that family dynamic has actually been a lot of fun. As challenges as challenging as it is, yeah, it's also kind of it's really amazing that we're growing still we've been together 17 years i think this year or 16 yeah, well, years this year so yeah um and went still, to a wedding in mexico yeah which is good times they could take that. me back yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell you actually what. they closed the resort last week just was spewing it out <laughs> like, we weren't going babe but worried about <laughs> we actually have no money yeah, yeah. <laughs> you spent it on this book right 100 <laughs> percent um but yeah having having that and still growing together even after 16 years is pretty cool that's a that's an everyday thing it's not a you know current environment thing but yeah. yeah, I just want to ask a question because I think there's a lot of um, negative Negativity, stuff happening. Yeah. There's all this news and all this crap going on. So I really think there's a lot of cool things that are happening out of what's going on in the world at the moment. And I feel like we're all finding different ways of doing things and it's different amazing, ways of eh? connecting. Oh, I'm really enjoying sitting back and watching it all. Mm-hmm. I've got my social media time down to 20 minutes on a daily basis, which I'm loving at the moment. Oh, really? Oh, mate, 20 minutes. Yep. Do a little bit in the morning when I wake up. Um, <sighs> I'll go on Australian Financial Review. I'll look yeah. at a couple of articles on yeah, property. Yeah. Yeah. And then I won't touch it till the night time. That's amazing. Yeah, and I'm really uh-huh. enjoying that because I'm being able to when I'm calling people, I'm just saying, How are things with you? How are you going? Mm-hmm. And just asking questions. I'm in the moment. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm the, I'm doing the opposite at the moment. So my I actually had Instagram, Facebook, everything deleted off my phone yeah. for a long I've time. I've never seen you so active on it. Yeah, I've, well, and I, you I've shared gone my story through. this morning. I didn't even know if you knew how to do that. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm getting told off every day I from Jess. Why are you using that font? Why do you do that? I'm like, hey, well, then, now I'm just having a cracky. Um but so I've gone from using my phone for like four hours a day in a normal time, not on yeah. social media, just in yeah, general, to like twelve hours a day because yeah. <laughs> it has you know my whole call list is gone to the through the day. Of like course. yeah, it's been killing me. But yeah, um, I'm definitely on socials <laughs> a lot more than I've ever been, and it's very um, it's funny how your ego plays at it. It's because yeah. I've never posted kind of stuff like I have been the last two weeks but straight away you start chasing likes and comments and your ego starts to play into it and it's really hard to just go hang on what you're an adult here yeah, what are you doing is this part of what i'm about or yeah what I'm doing? And it's not me but it drives you to that straight away it's weird yeah but i think you can shift your focus here a bit now to that because you're helping people right and oh, it's not this is not likes just to build up your ego this is like to say okay well i'm helping people here and people are watching it because they're getting value out of it which is what we're loving every time you post something there's shares that are coming out of it and all that sort of stuff so um you should take it on board that it's boosting your ego because like it's great you know not a lot of people are doing that i appreciate that yeah as soon as someone as soon as you know scomo drops something like you're on to the video the the same day or a few hours later breaking it down for people yeah and someone put a comment up the other day like oh we don't even watch the scomos anymore we just watch 
it's Danny when he comes out with <laughs> Danny him. Nightly News. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even my wife said something today. She's like, "Oh, who's more tired, Danny or Scomo?" I told you that before. It made me yeah. laugh. <laughs> Mate, I've coughed honestly. I've never been told I look more tired. And yeah. like, I'm literally have to Just preface every message. I know Just, I look tired. It's good. Doesn't matter. Keep running with it, man. You're killing nah, it. I'm happy, man. Thank you. Good on you, man. And look, um, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, we appreciate everything. If anyone's got questions, yeah, Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> Flick me a text if you need anything, 0406-181-946. Or yeah, Danny Chia, Facebook, yeah. Uh, Insta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see you wouldn't even find know me. what your Instagram handle is. No, you know what a handle is. Not the push <laughs> <Motorbike> handle, yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, man. Appreciate nah, it. Nah, appreciate it, mate. Catch you guys.